0: You guys can't hear this Motown on, on the background, but when you hear it, when you listen, when you replay this, you know, when you're riding in tomorrow to work, as I know, that's how Pat always listens to the show. Well, you going to hear some Motown. Welcome, everybody, to Tuesday Night. I'm Ken Marangolo. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, welcome to the WCAC Spectacular. He's Tim Strachan. What's up, guys? You know... All
1: week, you're in work. You're doing your family stuff. All that. This is the one time a week I know I can put all that aside. Just put all, all the worries and all that stuff. Talk some fun stuff, man. Appreciate
0: it. He's Kevin Ricker,
2: and I'm fired up tonight. I got my boys down here. We got some cadets around the poker table, ready to uh, chop it up about the, uh, the the non-conference schedule and heading into the conference schedule. The toughest feel, conference. I
1: kind of feel like, see, even though I'm here every Tuesday, I'm a little bit on like you know.
2: You're about to get sacked in a wheelchair. You feel like right you're about now. to get yeah. sacked in a yeah. wheelchair. It's possible. A little uncomfortable. It's possible. It won't be the first time, Pat, or picked. No, I'm just saying.
0: It could be a f- some <laughs> foreshadowing. St. John's one-ups Coach Elijah Brooks by showing up on Tuesday in the here, ba- here. actual bleachers. This baser. is true. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: appreciate it, fellas. Very nice of you guys. Uh, taking time out of your busy schedule.
0: We appreciate having you guys here. We can talk a little bit about the week that it was, uh, as we do at the top of every show. Um, let's start with DeMatha this week. Let's. Let's.
1: They rolled. We knew that they were going to roll against Avalon. Homecoming. Homecoming. Uh, you, know, you know, you never want to see your name next to someone else's homecoming, but uh, Avalon felt it, saw it. Uh, they, they lost, to do math, to 53-6. The had their way on them. They were up 39 nothing at halftime. Uh, dejon Butler had, had a TD. Nick Cross with a pick six. Eric Najarian uh, with three TDs on the day. Uh, the highlight of the game with Jermaine Johnson, well, maybe not a highlight as we were talking before, but Jermaine Johnson with a highlight reel, 25-yard TD, who he mossed over two DBs. Uh, you know, they, they, they did what they were supposed to do against a homecoming opponent, unfortunately. I mean, Avalon put up great fight, tried their best, uh, but DeMatha got it rolling. Hey, at least they scored more than twenty-seven points and won a, a football there you game go. this past week. That game. was the key. Were they that was the key. What was going to happen there? If right? you keep them under twenty-seven, you are probably going to win. But Dude, this you just did bring their the season. whole secret. I, uh, you know what? <laughs> you just gave coach. I think he's that smart enough. Secret. I think coach is smart enough to figure that out.
2: Oh. It did bring their season average to exactly twenty-seven a game now, which <laughs> I thought creepy. was phenomenal. That's yeah. creepy.
1: Yeah. All right,
2: who's covering Gonzaga today? I got I was you, like, here, man. What do you got? It was a Back to the Future homecoming down on I Street, from what I understand. Lucas Warfield got the Eagles rolling. He had a little 10-yard uh, ten, t- ten yard TD run to get it going. Carroll answered right away. Went down the field, tie game, 6-6. Six, six, and then uh, then the Caleb Williams show, the first half show, started. A three-yard touchdown run, and it culminated with three TD passes to three different receivers at 54, 55, and 55 yards. Awesome. Uh, yeah, they Yeah, they were getting the ball down the field. Uh, Dean Ingram, John Marshall, Sam Sweeney all caught balls. Uh, Throwing a 45-yard pick six from sophomore Jalen McMurray and a two-yard, two-yard run by uh, junior Malcolm Terry. It was 41-6 at half. Uh, you know, they gave care all they, they could deal with. Once again, another homecoming situation. Uh, yep. Gonzaga Eagles came to play, and uh, they're on a roll heading into conference play. Well,
1: wow, but it's pretty scary after hearing both of those recaps about the map and Gonzaga, two very good teams getting ready to head into uh, league play, coming off very high-level, high-production you know, something they can go back and look at film and, and, and really get ready for the meat of the season. It's, it's got to be scary for the others. you got to face them.
0: Let's see. what kind of a special, uh, what's one coming in, getting us off of purple.
3: I'm wearing purple. I know. This is for the Gonzaga guys. I did it for you guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, live mm-hmm. from the laboratory in Poolsville, Maryland, it's good council football <laughs>
0: Tuesday <through laughs> night recap. <laughs> Good evening, Tim. As always, you don't disappoint. Although last week you didn't send us out with the, your um, Muppet ending, which I personally have always liked and I was disappointed we didn't get it last week. How are your boys doing?
3: The boys, the boys are doing fantastic. And uh, I'm not going to lie for the upcoming Gonzaga game when obviously we'll get to that later. But this is not going to be a difficult film to break down this game against Northwest. Uh, what was my prediction last week? Does anybody recall
0: pain? I think you predicted a lot of pain, <laughs> and suffering.
3: I think I said uh, 55-0.
0: That's you what did you say 55 You said,
3: said 55-56-0 wow. at
2: half. Oh, you missed by one. That's a killer. I missed by, just at by half. one
0: half at of half. football at, at half. 55 yeah, so, nothing
2: at half. Good lord.
3: Now, now, this is the thing: Northwest is an impressive-looking team, they've got athletes across the board. And they were undefeated, by the way, ranked number eleven in the Washington Post. Undefeated, they haven't given yeah. up a touchdown in three weeks, or the previous three games. Man, so Northwest who they play? No and Northwest, football, number eleven
1: no team no, no, in the no, Washington who is Post. was Northwest playing? Nobody. We, to get to see, that. We're not, not good counsel. That.
3: Walter Johnson, Wooten, no. we're not worried about those guys.
1: Just context. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. Anyways. As a Good council
3: used two formations. They basically used only two formations on offense. They're running twins left and right, and they're running pro left and right, all live formation. Almost every play they ran was between the tackles, and it, it made this offensive line really impresses me. These guys get so low to the ground in their stances, and all of them are enormous. They're about 300 across the board. A couple of these guys are six foot seven, That's six foot They get so low to the ground. And they are absolutely dominant. That's awesome. They uh, they did do a, a one thing that was kind of neat. They moved the uh, they went to an overload. Where they brought the uh, the right tackle landing landing uh, Tengwall over to the left side and uh, ran off tackle that way. Uh, so they do they will mix it up and, and clearly uh, he is a he is a weapon. So number, uh, number twenty seven is
1: it like Lombardi ball?
3: It absolutely is. It's it's old school. I mean, it's not super fancy. But it doesn't need to be. That's uh, um, exactly. They execute, Football. and they have the guys in the right positions. Number 27, their fullback, Sean Aaron. This kid is a badass. Um, he is he is a tough, as tough as they come, and he can fly. But I'll tell you this right now. Anybody that saw the game, going back to Northwest and the talent that they had, it was clear that they had some speed on their D, uh, their DBs in particular. And you got to see it Saturday because they were chasing good counsel's
0: backs all day. Hmm. Who do you got coming up?
3: Coming up, we've got Gonzaga. All right. Purple eagle. I never knew what a purple eagle is, and I still don't know.
0: Do they? Do, are <laughs> they, <laughs> they born never, like, never saw a purple slowly, eagle. Do they molt a few times before they leave? Uh, the, the, before they become purple? What's that? No, what's that? No, oh, I don't know. Oh,
2: oh. I don't. I, I don't know about a purple eagle. I'm, okay. All right. I'm, all right.
3: I'm, all I know is that a falcon is a real
2: bird. Let's just fal- throw that out there. <laughs> Fair enough. See, a and Falcon, that's what we pay Falcon you money for. Good, we pay good, you money to do that deep, right. deep analysis <laughs> and research. I
3: love it. It's great. Hey, two more quick highlights. Number one, Cam okay. Hard for Good Counsel, the Notre Dame commit, had two interceptions in the first half. My man, Mitchell Melton, the big stork out there, number 17, had an interception for a touchdown in the first half. Um, so just I think Good Counsel really has some great guys in key positions.
1: So, what do you think for the next week against Gonzaga with this team? I mean, this is the first big key matchup in
3: the league. Well, as we've been saying, you know, and Coach Stefanelli was saying this, you know, the season starts this week. The real season starts this week. And uh, this is a huge game. It's a huge game for a lot of reasons. And and I know everybody, we're thinking the top four teams, St. John's, New Council, DeMatha, and Gonzaga um, are the top four teams in the league. So, this is the, the key matchup that's going to tip the scales in the division. Um,
1: I think the winner makes a huge statement, period, Whoever, whichever one it does. is. Well, Zach you know. played
3: uh, Carroll last week and, and beat them 48-12 or something like that. It, yes. Certainly not the Carroll teams that we played against in high school. But uh, uh, I don't know how well they've been tested coming in. They are a 5 and one team. Uh, Gonzaga is. You know, Gonzaga six and zero, impact. undefeated.
2: Undefeated at six and zero. Five and one. Where yes, are you getting five yes, and one? Yes, we just that's took care of that. Me,
3: excuse me, we, gentlemen. We're, we're <laughs> talking about a little, we're, we're talking about
2: a little good counsel O line versus Gonzaga's D line. I think that's where we're going to uh, see that, that matchup happen. Uh, so Gonzaga there might be has, a
1: good matchup with Gonzaga up. I mean, good Counsel's O line seems we to talk, be we, yeah. we hear about and, yeah. and talk about for for good counsel. This could be a, it. Could be a great matchup.
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm refraining from asking either of these two any questions about about that. They're here to talk about St. John's they football. And
0: they can't hear. They'll but, uh, <laughs> get their turn. They'll get but, their turn.
2: Uh, but look, man, Luke, Latrell Palmer and Lucas Warfield. It's going to be uh, you know, that that run game is going to be a, a situation out there. Uh, both those guys are big bruisers. Uh, can the Good Counsel defense take on Caleb uh, Williams in that aerial attack? Can mm-hmm. the Gonzaga so D line stop? The that's big counsel another rushing big offense. question
3: mark yeah. About, yeah. about That's the game. key. The key is good. Can Good Counsel you know contend with their passing game? Cause that has been their Achilles heel all year. Um, Cam Hart versus Dean
2: Engram. Solid. We're going to we're gonna see that matchup play out as well. That's no, going to be no very Stephon
1: interesting. No Stephon Diggs or Kendall Fuller in the backfield uh, for, for good counsel?
3: Well, I like Cam Hart back there. Like I said, he's going to Notre Dame. Yeah. He's uh, had a big season so far. So he's, uh, he's a guy that they don't want to throw at necessarily. But uh, I'm looking for people to make big plays. I'm looking for make, make people making big plays. And uh, I'm going to be out there Saturday and – very excited.
0: I think, get they're look, out.
1: I think they're looking to make you proud, Tim.
0: Tim, let's get you out on a score prediction just like last week. Ooh.
3: Score prediction. Yeah, gotta, mm. Good counsel, 35. Gonzaga, 17. 35,
0: 35 17. 17. Oh, we got counsel. you down, 35 All 17. Right. I hope you come back That's next week big, and yeah. tell us why that was either right or wrong.
3: Yeah. That would that'd be my pleasure. That'd be my pleasure.
0: All right, man. Enjoy uh, Enjoy yourself until next Tuesday night.
3: Gentlemen, I appreciate that. Give guys the football rules! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I love his energy,
2: and uh, he's as fired up as anyone about the he start of week. He just a woke up play. his
1: wife, A.K.A. your sister, with yeah. that, with that uh, outtake. Yeah, that's uh, he's, he's, all right. Let's he's, uh, put the music he's back certainly on. G- He's certainly gaining
0: a uh, reputation. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, Get the Motown flow, growing in. and
2: growing. And I appreciate the analysis <laughs> and the passion. That's what we're doing here. That's what we're all about.
0: We do have two schools left to go. Uh, we always, I always enjoy hearing Tim get excited about good council football. Oh, I, I didn't give you a
1: prediction for DeMatha next week. They're definitely right. going to win.
0: They're definitely going to win. Yeah, they're definitely going to not lose. They're not
1: going to lose yeah. either. Yeah, I think that's it's, probably more it's accurate. a for them.
0: They said, you know what, we're just going to take the week off. Uh, not taking the week off, the McNamara Mustangs. Uh, listen, it was also our homecoming. Uh, we brought in a team uh, that's... Been scored a lot of points. Uh Landon's a good team. I mean I I, I hate to see my my school lose to, to Landon. Um, but that's what happened. Thirty-five uh fifteen. You know, uh McNamara got things started right away with a with a long long ball, and I, it you know, it got the whole place excited. Uh and I think um Landon scored like five uh straight unanswered touchdowns. They still run in
1: like the, the wing tee... Multiple Landon? Yes. Yes. Landon yes. ran a little.
0: straight uh, up. a little misdirection, uh, a version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they came at him all day long. The um, problem
1: with that is, good. you know, look, Landon has athletes. We know yeah. that, right? They're not, they may not all be college football players, but some of them are college
0: athletes. I hope they get ranked higher and, than and when you run that Northwest. You run it well, the rankings,
1: and you're also a team that doesn't play against it very often. That can be dangerous. Sure, that's a dangerous. Homecom- that's a dangerous homecoming. Beats people. Game.
0: Hey, listen. Hey, the highlight
2: was Kenny McNamara waving at halftime to the throne right. of fans. And then congratulations, my friend. Thank you. On your Hall of Fame induction at Appreciate McNamara it. over I the was weekend. there.
1: Yeah. I was there. You nice. did a great tracking. job. You, you. you were represented the uh, 1993 uh, Mustang Soccer Championship team well, my friend. You did Appreciate a good it. job. It was a really impressive night, you know. Uh, I enjoyed it. Marco Clark, our, our friend of the show, guest of the show, Keith Beeney was there. Um, you guys did a top-notch job. I think Mark and everybody did a top-notch job. It was a great event. I was uh,
0: very honored to be there. I was honored for you to be there. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, I don't know, it, it's cool. We, you know, it, It's just, we're connected to it. So I mean, it's, it means even more to me, I feel like, than maybe some of the other guys who kind of flew in or came in um, to be a part of a fun night. But for me, I just love uh, being able to get back uh, in, in that WCAC environment. I get to watch uh, the walkthrough the night before the landing game, you know, and I was, I I, I love that. Talk to the coaches, you know, see what, see what's going on. Um, So anyways, it it was a fun night. Uh, Unfortunately,
1: too, they even mentioned,
0: they mentioned First Amendment Sports, First Amendment Sports, which will 20th, October 20th, take the opportunity again. We will be at McNamara, October 20th for the uh, Mustang Purple Eagle game. Come check us out. You can't miss us. We'll, you will also see us in the postseason uh, prominently uh, covering what we think is going to be two of the best games that this area has to offer.
2: And in the parking lot before St. John's Council at Catholic University. October 12th. October 12th. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, we will, we're we going to be involved. We're going to uh, get after I it. i got to
1: remember to let my
0: wife know about that one. Uh, was that an
2: outside voice? Yes, it was. She's officially All notified.
0: Right. I, I before Hopefully
1: I, she's listening. No. I just told
2: her.
0: So. I just... Uh, one thing I wanted to share about the McNamara program, which I found to be very kind of uplifting, since, since I, I'm i I'm following it so closely, and, and that is, uh, uh, Coach Malloy um, has been getting a lot of uh, credit in, in the inside. Talk, you know, talking to, to to the folks inside the buildings. Basically, t- teaching these guys football. I think uh, without any, you know, disrespect to the previous program, it was more reliant on upperclassmen and transfers. Um, you know, these guys said, "Hey, we're going to play. You know, we'll play who we got." Um, it's a younger team, and I think at the end of an 0-10 season last year, some seniors stood up on scholarship day and really said, hey, you know, we learned something from this guy. Uh, and I think the school is taking this program to heart, and I, I'm, in th- I'm encouraged. 3-3 three and three is a distant cry from 0-6. Uh, it's a different feel for the program. Um, and I, I, don't, I, I know that, I know that for, for, speaking for the McNamara Mustang folks, we uh, s- sure do get excited about the kind of competition that's coming up. We understand the game, but I'm I'm happy to be you know to be in in that game and to to cheer on a horse on that you know track. Um, You give a lot of respect to the Mustangs for taking on what what is just a heck of a home stretch.
2: They have the most difficult high school football schedule in the nation, staring
0: at them coming right down down the pack.
2: Uh, I don't think it's close.
0: Let's uh, shout out to the maroon and gold. Appreciate you guys, but we're let's get on to let's get on to the to, to the men of the hour. The main event. The main event. Our in studio guests. Um, thank you again for uh, being with us, suffering through all that nonsense about all these other other programs. <laughs> I, I was trying my best. You got to,
1: what are you talking about? He got inside scoop.
0: Uh, did you see no all this see all this stuff? I didn't say anybody. I'm not trying to give them anything ahead <laughs> of the big their big tilt against the Mustangs. I'm gonna keep silent on on, on my stats. Um, welcome.
4: Thank you very much. And actually, it's great to see fans that are excited about all the teams in the WCSC. I think that's great. It doesn't matter who you are.
0: Yeah, it's it's just, it's a fun time because there's so much greatness. Um, so take us through. Uh, let's let's just let's let's do a recap real fast, Kevin, on on the week that was, and then let's get in talking to some St. John's business.
2: Well, you know, I think these guys can jump in at any time on the week that was, seeing as I watched it from a wedding on my phone, and they happened to be on the sidelines. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, It was it was it was ridiculous. I think St. John's has been part of two of the most exciting high school football games in the country this season. I think uh, this certainly was one of them. God bless uh, the Havensteins. uh, But PJ said, "I don't mind if you watch that game if it goes to overtime. Just just sit there and just pretend like you're clapping." Uh, I'm telling you, I mean, it was back and forth. It was the most exciting high school football game. I mean, Coach and Pat, you guys have both been around for a long time. It has to rank right up there with the tops.
4: Yeah, it was a great game. You know. Christian Brothers was a class act, great team. They had won, I think, 17 in a row. Really well coached, monsters up front. Great kids, they played so hard. And uh, neither team would quit. The thing I love about it, about football, one of the great things about football is, um, you know, you go out there, and both teams are just trying to find a way, just find a way to win. It doesn't. Maybe you got a great D, maybe you got a great O, whatever it is, but find a way to win. And both teams just kept going. And I mean, if you I was telling the guys, if you have – told me that we had to have to score as much as we did to win that game, I never would have believed it going yeah. into it. You know? It was just 59. a great <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: Come on. Yeah. I will say the first thing you said was with a class act program they were. I don't know if you guys had the op- opportunity to hear the broadcast. Sol Jay has about a 34-yard run in the first quarter. He gets knocked out of bounds, and he's sliding in. He slides into a, a one of the students in the cheering section who helped him settled him down, and patted him on the back, and he gave him a head nod. As Soljay's walking away, he drops the ball. The ball boy picks the ball up and runs over to hand it back to Soljay. Soljay takes the ball from the young man, puts it in, and slaps him a high five. Now, this is on-field action. He's going back to the huddle and at a high pace. He slaps the young man five, and you can hear a roar from the crowd. I mean, I'm telling you, it's what it's all about, and I, w- I had goosebumps, so it was I don't know if you guys have heard thing. that yet, but that was... Yeah, that,
4: that, I had. It's a beautiful thing. He, yeah. He's a phenomenal kid, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, but, you know... Even after the game, we're walking back. The, the walk to the locker room was a long walk. And coaches and players from both teams were walking with each other. And uh, it was mm-hmm. really it was really amazing. You know, kind of, a lot of respect for, from each other for both sides. And uh, walking with one of the kids and I was just telling him, man, you got a great future in front of you. And he's going, man, coach, your defensive line is so tough. And da-da-da. it was just like, wow. it was just great. It was, And uh, the, the other thing I did notice is, uh, when I got to our locker room, there was a lot of ice on our guys and a lot of ice <laughs> on their guys, yeah. so it was, it was a war.
2: Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you, St. John's, you guys come out and score on your first offensive play of the game, a 65-yard deep route to uh, Cam Ross from Soul J, and that got, that got the ball rolling a little bit for four first-half touchdowns from Cam Ross. I mean, I've been around St. John's football yeah, my whole man. life. Uh, I can't remember one guy having four in a game that maybe has happened, but in a half. I mean, uh, you know, when they put a safety over top of Rakim and then have a guy right in front of his face, I think Cam Ross showed the amount of speed when you leave him in one-on-one that that causes a a massive amount of problems. I think the offensive speed was overwhelming. Uh,
4: Yeah, well, going into the game and prior to the game, we were talking about if we had an advantage, it was that we were faster. And so we have to make sure that we play fast every rep, every down throughout the game. And I thought one of the great things about it, you know, speaking about our team, too, is that uh, Rakim came off the field and said, I got so many people around me, I feel like I'm back there for a a punt, you know, a freaking punt back there. And uh, they were like, were laughing, but he was great about it, you know, and they were dropping an end underneath him, covering down with a guy, and then putting a safety over the top, and people don't know it because Rakim has been so dominant, but um, we've got some other receivers that can well, play ball. That's now people, fact.
1: now people who are going to see that film are going to say, "Well, we can't do that, we can't anymore. Do that anymore." You yeah. know, you got a guy like Cam Ross exactly. set it up. That's that's the uh, advantage of having so many weapons.
2: And, and another guy that uh, is an advantage and quite a weapon is uh, Mr. Soul uh, J. Twenty-three of thirty-five, three hundred and ninety yards, five touchdowns. What got me the most was his seven rushes for forty-one yards. This kid makes plays in third down. I mean, for the, for the guys, I'm, we're in the middle of it. Uh, I like to say a Fran Tarkenton-type guy, but I think some of these guys might say a little bit of Russell Wilson in him. His creativity behind the line of scrimmage, how he moves around. and You know, it's a bit of a – I'm sure it makes you a tad bit nervous at times, and, and the O-line coach as well. You want to keep him right in the middle. But, man, he's all over the place. He expresses himself on that football field. Well,
4: I'll let Pac talk for himself about that. <laughs> but for me, I think the thing about Soljay is um, – Uh, he's a great athlete, very, very elusive, you know, and he's got a natural elusiveness to him. But he's learning the game, and it's great uh, to see him progressing each week in terms of making his reads and staying within the offense and um, not trying to run around and make every play on the field, you know, just operating an offense. That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I think that uh, we're going to be good is he's really focusing on operating it and getting the ball to the people that it should go to depending on what the defense is doing. But it's also a great help when, if, not that we ever get beat up front, man, but <laughs> <coughs> when somebody comes through, a blitz or whatever it may be, when somebody comes through, I just shake my head because that's when he's exceptional because he makes the first one or two guys miss. It a play, and when you extend the play, our receivers should come through and then make a play for us. Bala, you want to say anything about that, Pat, or you, you could with that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I am going to say he this. He wants the mic after you. You don't put up 59 points and 500 yards without a big tip yep. of the cap to the, the big guys up front, Pat. And I know there's some guys that went out with a couple injuries and some guys that had to step up and make plays on a national level like that. Uh, let me know a little bit about how you felt about that.
4: You know,
5: I was really proud of those guys. Uh, you know, I don't know if you knew, but uh, Elijah Williams, our starting guard, got a concussion at the uh, end of – the last game, the Marietta game. So he was out the whole week. And then uh, midway, what was it, Coach? Midway through the second quarter, Colin Heinrich, our right guard, went out uh, with a high ankle sprain. So Mm -hmm. we had uh, Brandon Dent, who uh, really stepped up, and Trey uh, Branch, both great, great kids, worked their asses off. Can I say yes. You yes. can, you can. We will pray for you. It is so, the W.C.A.C. Yes. But they, uh, they, we were really. I mean, honestly, I think Coach nailed it. You know, we're we were so proud of the kids because they went out and just kept clawing. Ron Cook, Mordecai McDaniel, Keelan Robinson, everybody was just you know scratching, clawing. we were playing a great team. You know, like Coach said, that won 17 games in a row. It was just, it was a, literally, you know, a war. It was just going back and forth mm-hmm. and back and forth and. You know, they we just had uh, different guys step up, and it was it was a credit to those kids. I mean, after the game, we were just like, I, mean, I know we I think we all must have said love. You know, we love each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was ama- it was like a really amazing experience, and to be all the way out in St. Louis, and you know, it really brings you together when it's just you know really the St. John's people who came, and it was it was amazing. That's so I think key.
1: It's so key, especially from a coach's standpoint, to see your kids come together like that. I mean, you're already dominant. You're already very good. But to see you guys come together in an environment like that and in a game like that, it's got to be pretty cool.
4: That was great. And you know what was amazing to me? It's like um, getting to know Soljay and the, the Polynesian culture. He had family come from Indiana, and he had family come from, um, I forget where the other state, Tennessee, that drove, got in their cars and drove wow. them to watch him play.
2: Yeah. You know and that's it's just awesome.
4: yeah but and, and we had other kids who had family from all over that were coming in, and so it was it was a great thing, and it 's really what um you know they're a Christian Brothers school also, that's what a Catholic League game should be
2: like you yeah, know it absolutely was, it was beautiful I, I, I agree uh, a thousand percent. And uh, playing, growing up in the Catholic League, playing with this guy right here, I mean, this might be not the most beautiful mug you'll take a look at, but it would look a hell of a lot worse if it wasn't for the man in that chair. <laughs> uh, I know that for a fact. And uh, one thing we preached back in the day coming up at St. John's is, you might beat us, but you're not going to be tougher than us. We're going to try and out-hit you. And that's what really got us upset. You know, losing the game, if you left it all out there, you know, you, you, you picked yourself up, you went back out the next week. But if there was a game that we got out physical, it was a tough week of practice on each other. And you can see those kids and the beauty of this schedule and traveling and coming together in situations. Like that, I think is what I noticed. And then you see a guy like Ron Cook come alive in that second half. This guy caught a touchdown pass, he had a rushing touchdown, and a 99-yard kickoff return. I mean, that's the type of guy you turn and say, "What? What? What can't you do?" Like what? Swiss Army knife. Well, well Ron Cook's the
4: best player on the field that nobody knows.
2: It's unbelievable. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean,
4: it is. To me, he's the guy. If I'm a college coach, he's the first guy I'm taking. He is the Swiss Army knife. He can do anything. He can block. He can catch. He can run. He can punt return. He can. Catch. They were punting. They were punting away from him. I love him. They're punting away from him because he's, and he's so good back there. So he's a great kid, a great weapon. The thing I love about him, uh, he never complains. He loves to practice. He's one of our best practicers. You know, and um, I remember, not to go way back, but last year in the championship game. Um, one, one of our ball carriers carried it, Antoine carried the ball all the way down to about the one, and then Ron took it in for the touchdown. And when he ran off the field, somebody put the belt around Ron because he scored the touchdown. He ran over and gave it to Antoine.
2: Yeah, this, he's just
4: a great kid uh, you know, that you want. That I you love want. That story. Yeah, yep. he's a guy that you want on your team. No, we, yeah. got, we got a lot of them like that. And when we were talking about guys that were clawing, I'm going to say this because I think it needs to be said. We gave up 49 points, our defense was clawing. <laughs> to yes. keep, to yeah. keep us in. That was a great offensive football performance by yeah. that team. That quarterback was a genius. Yep. The running back's going to Michigan. He's a monster. And the line is huge and well-coached and talented. And our kids fought hard. And when it came crunch time, we stopped them.
2: Yep. You did. Absolutely. And uh, also another guy that deserves a shout-out for crunch time, I think, you know, the special teams, well, let me say Mordecai McDaniel with a 95-yard touchdown return. And... Daniel Reyes, eight for eight extra points and the, and the game icing field goal. It's a sophomore, you know, on the road on that level. I mean, that, that's, that's crazy to me.
4: What was great about that for Dan was that uh, down at Hoover, he missed two or three and was in the doghouse, you know, his own doghouse. He built it. I mean, it's just, you get your kickers, they're all crazy, but, you know, he felt the pressure and was your just dog like house. that. <laughs> not mine, really, because I got kicked. No, nah, really, it's not, because <laughs> I used to coach him a little bit in college. You know, kickers—they're nuts—and you just gotta let it go. Yeah. And the next, the next week, you just they're wait to see what's guys. gonna happen. What's than gonna say? Else. You know, when they gave me the job doing that, I said, "Coach, I've never coached a kicker in my life." He said, "That's why you got it. They're crazy." we we'll bring in an NFL guy <laughs> once a month. They'll talk to him, and you just talk to him about other things. You know, what movies are you seeing? Who, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Last year when over? we had Rafi, I would go over and talk to Rafi about, Rafi, where can I get the best latte in, in Bethesda? You know what <laughs> I mean?
2: It's just, you don't want to talk to him
4: about kicking. They're crazy. Just just kick the ball through those uprights. So,
0: so, I wish someone would have told me that back in the day before I started coaching. What's As you guys transition from a, a ridiculous schedule uh, against – the, the best teams in the world. The nation's land. toughest. And now you're going to, you know, stay home and play against some of the nation's toughest teams, uh, you know, at home. It, I, I understand every, you, you want to get these wins. It, it, it's not like you change your mindset necessarily on how you coach your team. But uh, d- does anything change for you, w- when you when you enter WCAC play? Um, or what is, what, what, you know, what's the difference in the, in the, in the room or, in, you know, with the players, is it take on a different meaning? The
4: small tweak in no, routine I, or anything I think, you say. I to... think one of the big things is um, we really. Feel, I I feel anyway, like um, kids are we're a little beat up, yeah. we're a little tired. You know, yeah. the travel, everything's. Oh wow, that's great! We're going to St. Louis. And then you do three days, and uh, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just a nightmare. And um, I think we're tired, we're beat up, and what I really, uh, what's really important now is the kids that we've been grooming all the while to step in, like. Dent did for us in that game, and like Trey did for us in that game, and so many guys in that game. Actually, there were a lot of kids that were actually went on that field, many of them in special teams because we were exhausted. And um, same thing in the um, Miami Central game, you know, five overtimes. I mean, yeah. you have to have kids that are willing to come in there and and just step up because yep. a lot of stuff's going on. So I think one of the biggest things that is right now is make, as a coach is making sure that um, we're creating depth because one of the things about the next few games here is that any one of these teams can beat us. So it isn't really that much different. Um, You know, maybe some of these other teams have some bigger names out there in the country, but not necessarily any better teams, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, it was great to go to Hoover and win. It was great to be, I think one of the best teams in Florida, maybe IMG is better, but not much. And then, uh, and win against the Missouri champion, but we were talking about it. I mean, there's, there's, our teams can beat a lot of these teams, too, and a lot of these teams in this conference. So you, it's no really different. I think if you're going to be great, you have to get up every week and try to be great. It's about us. It's really not about who we're playing. I hate to say that on this sure, show. Sure, sure. It's really about us. We, we want to get our best performance every time, and if you're good enough to beat us, then God bless you. Walk across. Well, what can we learn from you, and let's get better.
0: Yep. I, I mean, that's... I would, I, I love, I would, that's the way I would, would want my coach to, you know, to think, obviously. I mean, I, I would imagine some of these kids, you know, uh, are friends uh, during the summer. They grew up, you know, just going to some of the same schools. Um, maybe between the whistles and between the hashes, you guys know be, better than anybody. You, you get a little well, bit Pat of... Well,
1: Pat does, and I, I've been wanting Pat to talk yeah. about the fact that not, not only did you play at St. John's, graduated 92, 93? Three. 93. 93. 93, yeah. Uh, you, you, you played there. You went to Maryland, uh, did, had a great career there at Maryland, and then almost immediately came back, right? And you've been coaching at, at, at St. John's since and, and, and been a part of the program. I mean, now that you're getting ready to enter into league play, how much of that plays a part in your preparation as a coach, your preparation of getting these kids ready because it's going to be so brutal?
5: Yeah. <clears throat> I think the difference is these teams really know us really well. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we were preparing for – Miami Central, you know, when we were preparing for Hoover, when we were preparing for uh, CBC, you know, Marietta. Like, um, it's kind of like playing the team for the first time, you know. So, we were kind of trying to figure out exactly what they were going to do. Hoover had a new defensive coordinator. Like, you know, we're looking at CBC. Are they going to play fair? Are they going to really play cover four? Or like, da-da-da-da. So, then you go and you play, you know, and and Damatha and McNamara and good counsel and you kind of you've played each other you know the personnel you know the other uh team's best players so you know and they and the kids know one another and it's almost like playing family in a sense you know and I agree with coach Kaz in the sense that I think I've said it to a bunch of people but I think our league is as good as any league in the uh, nation and you know, I think you can see that when we're stepping out and playing other teams, not just us, you know. But, I mean, DeMatha beat Miami Central, yep. uh, what, two or two years ago? hmm uh, So, and, you know, DeMatha had – I'm sorry, Good Counsel had a big win down at Marietta, which yeah. is always hard to, to you know, get down, go down to Georgia and win. So, I think, you um, know, obviously not to leave the purple people out, but they've had a really good win. They went up and beat a tough, petty team, and, you know, so – I mean, kudos to all the WCAC teams doing, you know, basically, you know, putting our brand of football out there, because for a long time, you know, we were, I don't think people gave us the respect that we deserve, so, uh, you know, we're going out there now, and not just us, I'm saying, you know, WCAC, we're playing everybody, and I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I love your guys' show, and you guys are always talking about... The WCAC and being also being assistant athletic director at Saint John's, I get to see all the great sports programs like you know, like you know, field hockey, yep. girls soccer, boys soccer. I mean basketball. I mean in the WCAC, you know, I mean it's unbelievable. Even a little tennis, baby? Yeah, a little tennis. <laughs> you know, I have. I have. Ken's uh, always got to get his tennis on, reference man. in there. Just, you know. I walk over every once in a while and check it out. But uh, yeah, and that's, it's amazing uh, just being able to see all these great kids compete against one another, and it's it's amazing, you know, when you turn on the TV and you look and you see Chase Young playing against, you know. And, uh, uh, you know he
1: played so well. Yeah. He played so his, well yeah. for Ohio Big Ten, State going against player. Penn State. National defensive player of the week. Uh, and he had to step up, you know. He had to step yeah. up, you know. And as a, as a DeMatha alum, very proud of you, young man, and, and keep it up. Keep doing a great job.
4: You know, another thing. <clears throat> we mentioned the kids and everything, but – um I think, you know, uh, we were watching DeMatha play at Miami Central, on, uh, and, and we were in the airport two years ago when they won. All of us were rooting for DeMatha.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah of course. you need to. Um, of course.
4: Well, I'm just saying, and so we were, uh, we, I don't even know, we, we were at, Pat and I were at a combine of some kind, and the good council coaches came over and we were just like, man, they, you guys are doing a great job representing the WCAC. I think there's a lot of respect. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know... Fans sometimes make it into some sort of uh, hate thing. Uh, but I think there's just a lot of respect, and that's what's really great about it. I think you go out, you know you're going to get your best game. Every week, you know you're going to get your best game from a DeMatha, a Gonzaga, a good counselor, or a McNamara. You're going to get a great game from them. And, so, um, and that's why, why we play the schedule we play. Yeah. And people say, what are you doing? You're crazy. I said, well, have you ever been to a Super Bowl? We got to go to a Super Bowl every week. Yep. Why would and now we go to the to the conference and it's yeah. the same thing. So that's what makes it fun for kids. Be challenged. Well yeah. what
1: else is fun though too, Coach, as great as we are feeling about this league and everybody and we do pull for each other when we want what? to, when we play against each other. It gets a little nasty down here. Well we stay in the it's basement gonna, all the time. It's, it's gonna be we're a brothers, lot of
2: fun and we're and we're gonna oh, fight yeah. as brothers do. But when someone outside the family comes in and wants a piece of it, that's when when everyone, you know, that's how we look at it. This is where it
1: gets real. This is where it gets fun. It it gets nostalgic. You know, we we think back to our playing days. And, you know, I remember playing against Pat. You know, I I don't remember you sacking me, as Kevin had alluded to before we went on. But.
2: On and off the field. I think Pat
4: remembers. He talks about it all the off time. The I, could just, I could sure. just be mistaken.
5: Off the field no, for sure. It was actually uh, Tim Reddy that I ripped his jersey off him when I tackled him. So <laughs> yes. I was trying yes! to, I was trying to like, get that to him. I did not This you. was on the field, correct? That was oh, on the field. Might have action. been in the locker room well, afterwards.
2: <laughs> here's what I wanted to echo from your statement. I just wanted to say it real quick. The top four teams we're talking about right here, nothing against McNamara. I'm just oh. talking about the teams that are, are doing their thing right now, are 19-2. and two. In the non conference, 11 and 2 versus out of town opponents, 8 and 1 versus SEC states. I include Missouri, Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Uh, 3 and 1 versus the Northeast, Pennsylvania, uh, and uh, New Jersey. 4 and 2 versus top 25 ranked opponents, and 8 and 2 versus top 100 opponents. And every one of those four teams has a top 100 win heading into conference play. It's crazy to me. I, I see 45 Power 5 offers out there. I see 22 players ranked in the top 50 at their position in their class in this conference. And all four teams ranked in the top eight in the East and USA Today. I mean, with the cadets right there ranked the top, anywhere from second to fifth in the nation, uh, there's not many conferences that can have this conversation.
4: The only thing I would add to that is um, I think there are players in this conference. I've been coaching a long time. And there are players in this conference that don't get a lot of recognition. Nobody knows who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and they're great players. In fact, we'll turn on the films, and we're watching Good Counselor or somebody, and I'll say, who the hell's that? I've never heard of him before. Who's that Who's that number eight or nine or whatever? Right. turns out it's somebody great, but he's, he's, I don't want to say surpassed, but he's overshadowed maybe by some of the names that are out there, mm-hmm. i.e. Ron Cook for us.
2: Ron Cook is you a know, great I mean,
4: Nobody, you never, he's not a top anything with anybody except us. But as college coaches come, eight, th- come to
1: see those kids whose names you hear a lot, they didn't, they'll recognize the Ron.
4: Oh, yeah, no, I don't mean it that way. I'm yeah. just talking about you say that like there's 50 players. Right.
2: There's probably a lot more than that. When I you're love like Ron, Ron Cook because I'm a That's diehard great. fan, and he's yeah. given me a ton of oh, pleasure I these am. last years watching him do what he does in the football field yeah. and hearing how unselfish he is and hearing from my father what a great kid he is, you know, it's just those are the reasons why I get excited about it. But, yes, I'm sure every school has, has a, version, every school has Every school has a Ron
4: mm-hmm. Cook somewhere out there on their field. And we were looking at McNamara the number nine kid. He's a junior. I think he's a great, great player. You know, and I just I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. I right. just saw him for a clip or two, and that was that. You know, but I, I know it's he's going to be a great not player. Not Kenny McNamara,
2: but no. it's. Uh, Ken, not Kenny Womack McNamara. I think it's Kenny Womack. Uh, interception, return for a touchdown, rushing. He runs a little uh, wildcat at the quarterback position. Is that nine? Yeah. And then he had a pick six. He had a rushing touchdown, and he had a a, a, a catch for a, a touchdown against the dude. You're telling him. To and my come point. The same. And
4: my 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 point would be, he's probably not on anybody's top 50. <laughs> right, right. But he's a top
2: kid. Oh he's yeah, I, top, I'm so. I'm, right, I'm with you, coach. I'm with you. That's Kenny Woe Wille- McNamara. Like, I'm a big Isaiah Jordan fan. I think he tackles everyone. I think he gets his hands on someone, and I love it. And no one's talking about Isaiah Jordan. But I see number 22. I see you out there making plays, man. I, he's got a little London Fletcher in him. He gets his paws on you, you're going down. Since I
4: have been the head coach? We've never lost when Isaiah Johnson's been
2: on the field. There you go, man. I know Isaiah Jordan's been on the go. field, man. He never lost. There you go. The two games that we lost. That's my guy, Coach. I love watching a, him play. He's a great <laughs> yeah. player. Yeah. You
4: know, when people say to me, he's short. And he's like, I can find you five NFL linebackers as short or shorter than he is, mm-hmm. You know.
2: Yeah. I, I'm, uh, he's a London Fletcher type guy. The way he moves, the way he gets on you. And if, he, and if he's on you, you're going down. No one's breaking that tackle. And I love it. I love it about him. I'm, I love that you agree.
4: We got to look at the film from last week. I okay, think I don't want to be in trouble. They, I don't be <laughs> trouble. They, they broke a few tackles last Listen, week. Listen,
0: Coach that G, I didn't say anything. I'm, uh, I'm having a good time. <laughs> well, we, oh, I want to, on behalf of these guys... Thank you guys again Absolutely. for hanging out with us for a Tuesday night. To talk about the greatest high school sports Coach conference Kaz, in the land, Coach Ward. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much, guys. It pleasure being well, that, that was awesome, guys. Well, that, that was a lot Thank of
2: fun. You. Thank you. Hopefully,
0: uh, yeah. as we see you guys uh, down the stretch, we get uh, Carol Maloney from formerly of NBC Sports, but she's going to be doing uh, on on the field interviews, kind of like Craig Sager style, or. Um, Hopefully, uh, we get a, com- a question out of you guys uh, right around game time.
1: So, if you're if you're we're doing your game, coach, and you want to be up at halftime, so she interviews you on the way in.
4: No, I want to be up at the end of the game, and I don't care ah, who interviews okay, okay. me. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. She'll do All it right. after the game right. too.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, on behalf of First Amendment Sports. This man's Tim Strachan. Just wanted to remind everybody about the nineteen
1: ninety one no, no offense to you, coach, because you weren't here at the time, but the nineteen ninety one championship cut. Game, C- we done. the seventy seven yard touchdowns of Reggie Thunderbird to win the championship against one uh, DeMatha Damatha over Let St. John. Just wanted to bring it forgotten. up for for a few people in the room. Just hey, to remind them just throwing it out there. <laughs> just to remind them that, you know, keep them in their place. That's all. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for coming.
4: Like well, I, I just wanna add something <laughs> before that. <Patrick. laughs> well, like like I tell our kids, you know. This isn't last year's team. You know, we won the championship. You guys are not champions. These guys playing right now, you haven't done anything. You've won some games, but you're not a champion yet. So I don't truly care what happened in 1991. I don't truly care what happened last year. I only care what happens this year.
1: You shouldn't, but two guys
5: at this Uh, table should. I do, and uh, I know I never sacked you, but I'm getting ready to (laughs) right
2: now.
1: That would be great B-roll, to be honest with you. We'll keep that camera on after we go off.
2: He, he's Kevin Ricker. Hey, I'm very proud to have some cadets down here tonight. Thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedules. Good luck the rest of the way and stay healthy.
0: I'm Kenny McNamara and this was the WCAC Spectacular.